Hello everyone, you're listening to Arts Mission and Music So Chic today on Sin Nation and Sin 90.7 and we're very happy to be joined uh, on the phone all the way from La France by Anna Jean from the band Junior who's here to talk to us about performing in um, So Frenchy So Chic next year in January. Thanks so much for joining us today, Anna. Well, thank you for having me. Um, ça va? How are you feeling? Ça va bien? Ça va bien, merci. <laughs> ça va bien. <laughs> um, is, will this be your first time performing in Australia? Yes, it'll be our first time. And on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you to perform with the likes of Fefe and Francois and the Alice Mountains? Oh, we're very, very, very excited. I think we've been talking about it for weeks now. I think every time we see each other, we keep reminding each other, we're going to be in Australia soon. Do you realize we're going to be in Australia soon? We're really excited. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the, what have you been sort of thinking it will be like performing in Australia? Like lots of koalas and kangaroos around you as you perform? Exactly. <laughs> we, we hope, we hope there's going to be lots of koalas and kangaroos mostly. No, but more seriously, I ha- we've never been to Australia. None of us have ever been to Australia and it's very far from France. We keep, we keep saying to each other how far it is. But we've been we've been googling a lot of things and trying to to get to know more things about Australia and you know what what's, what we can do and the weather we've been googling all that. Great, um, yeah, the weather's very different, I suppose, to France compared to Australia. Very different, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what kind of music did you grow up listening to as well? Um, even before you um, you started junior. I listen to a lot. I mean, we've all in in this band, Lauren, Swinney, and I. We we listen to a lot of '60s music. I think because of our parents, because our parents grew up in the '60s, and so we all kind of um, listen to the '60s music without willing, you know, without wanting to listen to that music. But then, growing up later, I continue to to listen to that. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, you, yeah, you sort of learn to love it just through repetition and having mm-hmm, to listen mm-hmm. to it. Oh, any, um, any artists in particular that like, were your parents' favourites that now sort of become your favourites? I think my parents had a thing for the Beatles and Simon and Garfunkel specifically, so I, I grew up with that almost exclusively. And my mom also used to listen to Linda Ronstadt, who was um, like a country singer. So it was. It was a very. It was. They were very um, monomaniacal. I'm not sure you can say that. They were very. <laughs> they were. That's all they ever listened to, basically. Yeah. I had a very similar experience actually with my parents. Um, my dad's big muso, and the Beatles was his thing. We have like Beatles rock band and all that sort of stuff as well. We whip that out every Christmas. Do you have a favorite Beatles tune? Um, I have a lot of them actually. I have a lot of favorite Beatles tunes. Um, what would be my my all-time favorite. I feel like that's a really hard question. Oh, it is, isn't it? I feel <laughs> that really tough question. Maybe "Lovely Rita." I don't know. There are a lot of there are a lot of wonderful songs. Yeah, exactly. And um, they span so long as well. There's yeah. always something a new favorite to come up. <laughs> There's always a new favorite, and and probably maybe "Blackbird." Yeah, maybe "Blackbird" would be yes. my, my favorite all-time favorite. Yeah, I'd have to agree that. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful song. <laughs> oh, nice. So, so do you think many of those um, 60s kind of influences have made their way into, into your music with Junior? Definitely, like yeah. I feel mm. like, um, I feel like it, it was, it's the most familiar music to my ears, and so, 
even even if I didn't plan to to make sixties music, it somehow would have come out, you know. Uh, yeah, it's n- n- not. Yeah, that's true. You don't always like think about it, I guess. And sometimes, so did you kind of realize that maybe even after you like wrote some of the songs or recorded them, they're like, oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it's the music that you grew up listening to, so so it's it's part of you know part of the way that you the way that you see everything is like you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and is it this like for the other band members? Are they are they sixties music fans as well, or do they bring like kind of particular other influences to the band? Um, Lo who plays the keyboards, she's she's she loves um, music from European like Eastern European countries. So it's it's quite different, and she she tends to she's she's learning right now. Lately, she's been learning like I'm not sure what she's been learning, but she's been learning languages from like Eastern European countries, so that she can sing like traditional songs from Eastern European countries. This is true. I'm not making that up. <laughs> and sometimes she'll come like at rehearsals, and she'll come and start singing like a, like a traditional song from. I don't know, like some country. I couldn't even say where, like maybe Ukraine or something. And she'll start singing something like very traditional. It's pretty, it's pretty great. She's she's very good at it. Do you think you might incorporate a little bit of that coming into your newer music that you might start? I know you've recently released an album, so it might not be forthcoming right now. But no, I think we, yeah, I think we might, we might start like using some of that, you know, folk folkloric music from European, Eastern European countries. I think we might do that, definitely. And with your new, your new album, Ooh La La, how, how long did that sort of take you to, to get that together and what was the process like? Um, some of the songs were pretty old because when you start a band, you start writing songs and you mm-hmm. don't necessarily know that you're going to record them for an album. You just sort of write them and then years sort of go by and so you have really old songs that, that were the very first songs that you that you wrote for that specific mm-hmm. project and in our case we released a couple of EPs before the album so most of the older songs we we'd released them but some some of them were super old they were from the very very beginning so it was nice to get a mix of everything that we had done for the last couple of years it's a process it's definitely a long process Hmm. Also, when when you're performing in in Melbourne, oh, and well, in um in Adelaide and Sydney as well, um, I'm sure you'll probably be aware that you'll be you know probably performing for an audience of um of Francophiles, so people of French culture. But um, not all of us in Australia necessarily speak French, even if we love French music and French culture. Um, so yeah, what, what uh, how do you imagine that would be like, like performing these songs for um people who don't necessarily wouldn't like understand the the lyrics because they don't speak French necessarily but obviously they'll still get something like a lot from the music. Well, I think maybe it's it's um a different way to listen to music when you don't necessarily understand the lyrics. But at the same time I feel like whatever is essential in our music um will will be understood in a way because it's not so much about the lyrics as much as it is about the atmosphere, like the general atmosphere, and I, I, we've we've played a couple of times in front of people who didn't understand French, and and I, I feel like it works. It works. It's okay. It doesn't really matter if you don't understand the lyrics because you understand the intention and and basically you dance. So dancing, I feel like dancing is is the most important thing. Mm. So you love just see people dancing at your gigs. 
<laughs> Even kind of exactly. Yeah. That's all we want. We don't want people to understand. They just have to dance. It's just the only important thing is to have fun, have a nice time. Mm. And for you as well, no doubt, performing on stage. Absolutely, yeah. I, I feel like when you, when you make music, I'm sure people have, I mean, I'm sure it's different for everyone, but in our case, I know that we talk about it a lot and we feel like playing music is, is such a privilege and giving concerts is, is really just a way to, to have a nice time, to, to hope the people who will come to the concerts will have a nice time. It's, it's not a very serious job, <laughs> in other words, and it's, and, and it's meant, I mean, it's very serious and we take it seriously, but it's meant for people to have a good time. So, so that's, that's really the most important thing, I feel. Definitely, yeah. Well, excellent. We can't wait to have you. Thank you so much for chatting to us today, Anna. So, Anna, well, thank you. An absolute pleasure. So, yeah. So, um, Junior and and um and as well, of course, is part of them. Will be performing in Adelaide, uh, Melbourne, and Sydney on January the twelfth, fourth, and twentieth next year. Um, for more info on that, you can go to sofrenchiesochic.com.au. Thanks so much again, and uh, yeah, can't wait to have you here in Australia. Thanks, Anna. Thank you. Get a good night's sleep. <laughs> it's um, 11 p.m. for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Well, yeah. thank you for this nice conversation. Oh, thank you. This has been lovely, yeah.